sense to do like a regular episode without you having the gear. Yeah, no, because it, it it would be just you know too long and the audio is not going to sound great. And then you have to deal with Bob sh- shitting on it the whole time and acting like it's all your fault. Did you say that again? Fuck Bob. Yeah, fuck Bob. <laughs> Hi guys, uh, this is uh, I guess this is like a snowed in episode. I guess we call it. I'm like Jonathan Snowden or Edward Snowden, but a snowed in episode. Hi Josh. They did. Um, Taylor suggested we start at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is 6.04 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and Taylor's nowhere to be found. Uh, we just got piled on about two feet of snow. How much did you get in Vernon, Josh? Uh, about 32 inches. Yeah, I think we're about 30 inches here. Um, it's pretty crazy. I mean, it snowed nonstop from Sunday night. It, it's still snowing right now. Yeah, no. It's it's crazy. When's the last time you remember a snowstorm like this continuous? I don't. And it's not even there were no breaks in the storm. It just was straight through. Straight and what up. was and what was crazy was like they for a little bit it was just like light, 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 and then you got pounded, then light, 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 and then yesterday it was just nonstop. And then I felt like late was when it was heavier than it had been the entire time. Yeah. So. It's been, uh, you know, we weren't, we didn't record last week, uh, had, uh, some family shit going on on my end. It's been weird to get into a flow to start 2021, uh, extenuated circumstances, but, um, I appreciate everyone that's reached out, everyone that's listened, uh, some really nice tweets, uh, telling me to go fuck myself. I don't remember <laughs> why, uh, something I said, so I just got like a barrage of tweets, like, go fuck yourself, Dan. Um, and I, I don't remember what it was for, but I just like, I sent them DMS, like, thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) So I did something to piss someone off, which it means I'm doing something right. Or I'm just being myself, I guess both. But, um, so Josh, your car's stuck. It is stuck. Why didn't you start shoveling earlier? Dude, there was no way to do it. I'm through here with the plow. There was no way to even get to it. It didn't matter. You could have just, it would have been such a dick move. You just shovel out like a little walkway for you and like one side of the stairs and just do like your car a little bit and put all the snow from your car onto someone else's. (laughs) Hey, Taylor. All right. (laughs) Taylor joins, walks away. Okay. This is great. The co-host of the show says start at 6, 6.06. He gets on, looks at the camera, walks away. <laughs> this is status quo at you watch. I listen. Let's see. Oh, he's getting his headphones. Let's see. He, no, we can't hear you. You're muted, stupid. <laughs> Why was my fucking mute button? This is fucking stupid. I was yelling at Josh the whole fucking time. It's like, oh yeah, just six, uh, I'll start at six. Six oh six. God forbid the co-host shows up six minutes late and the engineer doesn't show up two and a half fucking hours late. We talking about? It's been right here every week. <laughs> every week, what Taylor? Explain. Every week, Josh is late. Every week, Josh has a bad day. Every week, Josh eats Burger King mozzarella sticks. Fuck! Is that true? Do you eat Burger King mozzarella sticks? I mean, I have had Burger King mozzarella sticks, but I haven't had them in a long time. I don't know what we're talking about. Okay, well, when's the last time you... This episode, you had them. Fuck you. Did I? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like you called me out. What are you, fucking stupid? All right, well, Josh, and if, if you feel like you... We just confirmed you did have the mozzarella sticks, but when's the last time you had Burger King besides that? 
<laughs> I don't. Burger King's not my go-to. Like, I'll I'll grab Burger King if I All don't right. know. When's the last time you had Wendy's? Last week. Last week. When's the last time you had fast food? Last week. Okay, last week. All right. Well, hi Taylor. Welcome to the. Uh, we're calling this the Snowden episode. We got. We're talking about how bad we got snowed on. Like, uh, when's the last time you remember a storm like this? 2015. Uh, Probably uh, was last time, and that was the only time it was really this bad. Um, you know what? Now, bias, now bias aside for you guys, right? It's fine. I understand. And I give you guys shit. It is what it is. I have zero fucking sympathy for people who live in the Northeast and don't have a four wheel drive. Sorry, you're just dumb. You're fucking stupid asshole. You know what happens for you four do. months out of the year. You get you fucking stupid. And just because so, but it makes my life a lot easier because essential personnel. Should not be out on the road so you two can fucking stay home while essential personnel have to go to work, which is totally fine and it works out that way. Well, like if I had to do what you do, four wheel drive would be, you know, required. At the bare minimum, you need to have front wheel drive. The you know, front wheel drive, you can drive in this if you know how to drive. But there's the people up here that especially should fuck off is the rear wheel drive cocksuckers and their Mustangs. <laughs> no, but, but no, but could, because it's true, Josh. I'm being serious. Like, why? You know, whatever. I have two cars. Why, why, why would you buy here to fucking drive? But why would you do it though? Why? Why? Cars. It's okay. You no. You have one car, and your wife has a car. That when you get married, everything is the other person. That's, oh, that, that's fair. But if you said, hey, uh, like if she had to go somewhere, and you had to go somewhere, and you don't have your car. It's her car. No, like if I that happens, then I drop her off wherever she has to go, and then she can figure it out after that. Now, when you say carpool to work tomorrow, does that yeah. mean you drive her to her job, then you drive to yours, and then you'll pick her up on the way home? Yeah. But what if you're running late like you do every day at work? And then her dad or mom is going <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's funny? You replied no. so quick. No, 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 no. <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking sense. No, no, no. Be a fucking adult for once in your stupid fucking life. Show Get a third car. car out and <laughs> that you don't have to rely on somebody fucking else. How about you take some fucking accountability and shovel your shit out? Wait, time your out. Shitty time fucking out. rear wheel rear wheel drive with your. It has nothing to do with the car being rear wheel drive. I just live in a place where they. I'm telling you. You're yelling at me for no reason. You're getting way more worked up than you do. You would actually do it if you wanted to, but you don't. Shut up. Let me just let me just say that. I don't think it's that Josh has to rely on someone else. It's that his wife has to rely on someone else <laughs> because she can't rely on him. <laughs> Is that accurate? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, at least you own it. You own, yeah, you own it very well. I'm so. saying, dude, I'm not saying anything. I'm not complaining. It's not my wife. My life is not fucking woe is me over here. I'll get in my car whenever I can get in my car. It's fine. And if I can't get into it for a couple of days, well, it's fine. Who gives oh, a poor, shit? poor you. Poor you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Taylor, you slept under a desk last night. Explain. How, I mean, how much more detail do you need? That's pretty much what happened. Like, how big of a desk? It's a pretty big desk. Okay, now was not a fat joke, but just a, an adult human no, no, to sleep it's, under it's, a desk. I'm all, I'm bigger than an average adult human. Like, yeah, but even if I wasn't fat, no, like it's. Uh, <laughs> I just it's, had a mean joke. I'm not gonna say it. If you got if you got frozen out in the weather and when when it defrosted, they would think they found the woolly mammoth. <laughs> 
That was mean. I'm sorry. But that'd be cool. You would be, you know, rare. That would be cool. Okay, there we go. That's where it got. So it's fine. uh, That shit don't bother me. But like, if it 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 wasn't that funny until you said that could be cool. (laughs) Like we we don't know where Taylor goes. The snow melts and there he is. You look like Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining. (laughs) So so um, you slept under a desk. How comfortable was it? Wasn't that bad. We actually just got the office redone at work. So okay. it went from uh, went from tile to carpet. So it wasn't terrible. It was just the only comfortable place I could stay. Uh, the guy who was there with me, he's uh, like a 74-year-old dude. And he, I felt bad for him just leaving him there all night. So I decided, fuck it, I'll just stay. Have you guys ever thought about like, getting like cots or something? Or like Yeah, and I guess yeah, bun- I, I get – I, I get laughed at every single time. Maybe you should just buy like two good air, one big air mattress, then you guys could share it. I prefer, I prefer the separate. <laughs> if I, no. If I had a- okay. You could get, okay. Here's, here's the deal. You either get one big air mattress or one twin bed that you have to share. Pick. So I have to share either <laughs> one is what you're saying. So naturally yeah. you choose one. So there's less, there's less, opportunity of tips touch is what you're looking for listen wherever i am there's an opportunity that dicks are going to touch <laughs> there's going to be some, some docking we're going to take Dude, place I, I was at a wake on friday dicks touched <laughs> it's, i'm so, so sorry for your like loss they... i'm sorry for your loss it's good to see you let's touch helmets dude <laughs> love it when you kiss and bump stuff dude i like that phrase bumping stuff it's uh fucking so so how was uh, how how how's, how have you guys been snowed in? How's everything been? You lazy fucking been, pricks. For, for me, it's uh it's been fine. I mean, I worked yesterday and today. Um, got a good amount of shit done while working. Uh, today the landlord's parents brought over the snowblower, so I didn't have to really only had to shovel out shit for the dog. Um, and then I just I snowblow snowblow. I I don't know why I ever shoveled in my life. When you have with snowblowers, so much better. <laughs> I used Yo, to like shoveling. So, snowblower. <laughs> snowblower. Yeah, beat me to it. But so, so you've experienced the snowblower. Wait until you get your like once you drive a plow for the first time. You're like, why I've the driven fuck plows would before. I have my, to my snowblower? Dad, the winter, my dad was a, a snowplow in every snowstorm. So for years, it was you know just shovel the driveway and then plow, um, out, shovel the walkway and plow out the rest. And I would go with my dad when he plowed sometimes. Shit is fun, but you very easily fuck up everything. Oh, dude, I uh, the the first time I ever it was my my grandfather had a diesel excursion and the four wheel drive was fucking broken. So we're plowing the yard one day. Excuse me. Plowing in the yard one day and we got this massive fucking uh, snow pile and I hit this thing way too hard. Like I hit this thing in the back of the truck, like the plow hits and the back of the truck lifted up like this. Like nice. it's just, it was not good. Fucked up the suspension, fucked up the leaf springs, everything, dude. The whole back end was fucked. So Jack was pretty <laughs> pissed. At that. So I, I just thought about um, before uh, we went to the landlord's parents quickly and uh, when we were leaving, there was this like probably eight, nine-year-old kid playing outside. It's dark out, whatever. And um, she was like, seems like it's kind of late to be by herself. And I'm like, oh, when I was a kid on snow days, it was, you know, you come back home when it's dark out, right? And it just it just sprung up a story in my head because 
where my mom lives, as you guys know, the island section doesn't get plowed really, but specifically it is a great area to go sledding when you're a kid. Um, For one, they don't plow the streets. So all those hills turn into like the dopest sledding spots. And then there was this one house that was a summer home that their whole side yard was basically the length, the, the width of a block. And it was like different levels. So we would go sledding off the level. So it's like a, a six foot retaining wall. You go off it, you go down, you keep going. So one, t- <laughs> one time we're doing it, right? This kid, Jason, is <laughs> going down sledding. He goes off the retaining wall. And all I see is him and the sled going six feet ahead of him. And then you hear a thump and ah, ah, we go up. The snow is red. His leg, the, the, the bone is sticking out from the knee. And this was in the middle of a snowstorm, so ambulances could not get back there. We had to load him into the back of my dad's pickup truck, bring him to Lakeshore Drive for an ambulance to come get him. And then we went and we kept sledding in the same exact spot. We just avoided the blood. I think, I think a couple of people like kicked snow over the blood. And they were like, oh, we're good. It was either a retaining wall or on the side of it, there were stairs that just went all the way down. And it was great. For getting to the bus stop because it was a shortcut if you were running late. Uh, sure. But if they were if they were home like late spring and into September, they would flip the fuck out. Like I swore I swore we were gonna get shot by these people one day because we just <laughs> trashed their yard. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really have any big snow adventures when I was a kid. It was, I you know I wasn't allowed to really do anything when I was. A well, kid. you didn't live in a you didn't live in a great area for it either. Like Josh and I lived in the sticks, which was the best for the winter. And the best for dirt bikes and quads and shit like that. Yeah, I grew up in Clifton and Pompton Lakes, and it was just not great. Well, it's just funny because Pompton Lakes is literally ten minutes away, and it's just it's a dramatic difference. It's it's like it, okay, so it's all flat land, flat land. All right, there's a hill over there. Let's try let's try sledding on that. Hey, what the hell are you kids doing on my pro? You know, it's all private property and shit. So it's just. None of it was fun. You know, it's just a bunch of uppity cunts. I would, I would much rather have probably hung out with white trash like you guys, to be honest. Well, you know what? Back when we were actually playing in the snow, it wasn't right. like, you know, there wasn't a risk of like, you go down, you sled, then you shoot up heroin. That wasn't really a thing <laughs> yeah. back then. No, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, you did your run. Here's some dope. The <laughs> like, order of operations was not that. Yeah, it wasn't sleigh ride, uh, snowball fight, uh, heroin and meth. It's <laughs> not really how it's not, yeah, I wish it was, man. Could put That's my cool. life on a whole different track, but I mean, um, it could, it could have been cool. Maybe I don't so, know. Uh, it'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> uh, uh, Josh, stop retweeting that. <laughs> I don't need to see that it's out there. Oh, the worst tweets. I did. Did any of you text him for his birthday yesterday, or did you just tweet garbage? I just tweeted garbage. <laughs> That's exactly what uh, I, I did. Uh, I, uh, I I texted him. Uh, I just tweeted garbage, and after I, I tweeted it, I didn't think about it at all until Josh did. And then I was like, should I have texted him? And then I put my phone down. <laughs> then we, 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 we tweeted garbage about his birthday at each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, there's, uh, if, there's, if there's any time that there's like, a, you know, press pause on a being mean to someone, but it's usually on a birthday for me, at least. I think, I think, I think death more than a birthday. Like, I'm the opposite. You're the beginning of life. I'm the end of life person. Oh, I, I, listen, at least you lived a gimmick, dude. I, I can't believe for that. L- listen, I mean, to me, your birthday is just a day for me to be meaner to you. Honestly, like, that's my way of showing love is my meanness. 
But when I, someone no. when when someone dies, the the mean thing doesn't really work as well. Like I don't want to be the guy going up at you know, God forbid, your mom's funeral and be like, wow, they did a great job on your mom's tits. <laughs> Man, <laughs> but maybe one day. Bro, so much anxiety. <laughs> About what? Uh, me going to your mom's funeral or your mom dying or both? All of it. Just go away. <laughs> Just go. So, <laughs> no. um, this it's isn't, uh, for everyone that's listening, this is not a traditional episode. So we just said, fuck it, let's bullshit. This is what it's like hanging out with us. Like, genuinely, it ends up being making fun of someone relentlessly, making fun of someone that's not there relentlessly. Um, someone's mom. Uh, definitely comes up at some point and someone's <laughs> someone's dead mom comes up at some point too. <laughs> and if, so, so um the one thing i i did want there's there's been a bunch of shit we're gonna get to talk about when we're together next week and uh we can resume our friendship um the the thing last night was the this mickey calloway story dude <laughs> that that picture of him that he sent like in the construction gear, no shirt on. What the fuck is that man thinking? Yeah, like, like, does he think he's like, does he think he's cool? Yeah, do, does he think he's cool? I know a few people that think they're cool. Um, <laughs> Josh, Josh, do you think you're cool? No. No. Okay. At least you're honest about it. Um, but that I so I have an athletic subscription because it's the best sports writing publication out there. They have the best writers. Um. And uh, when the story dropped last night from uh, Ken Rosenthal was who did it, uh, I immediately had to read it. And a lot of times when you see these stories, you expect it to be, you know, short, short. Like even the Jared Porter one wasn't that long. It was long enough. But it was it was really only involving one woman, Jared Porter. But with Mickey Calloway, it's at least five women spanning three teams back to the Indians when he was the pitching coach to the Mets when he was the manager and now to the angels that it's gone on. And it's like, it wasn't as bad as Jared Porter. It wasn't good, but it wasn't as bad as Jared Porter. Cause he didn't send dick pics at least, but yeah, right. he, he was sending shirt shirtless selfies, asking for one back saying things like, uh, my doctor said, sleep in the nude. Uh, it's the best for your skin. And said something about her having perfect skin. Like, all right, Buffalo bill. Like that, you, you about a size fourteen, dude. I love the. I love him. It's like you gotta let that perfect skin breathe. Yeah, that's what I mean. Out. It's some Buffalo Bill shit, and it, it just uh, he messaged the one woman like he met her when he was the Indians pitching coach. He met her once or twice. Then she wasn't really around because she started covering something else, and so he didn't have her number. He finds her on LinkedIn. And slid in the DMs on LinkedIn. Like, now to be fair here, I use LinkedIn daily for professional purposes. I never slid in anyone's DMs on LinkedIn until it was a professional purpose. He's doing it for personal uh, boner purposes. Like, that's not what, like, I guess a professional boner, but, you know, and the thing that's like annoying to me, and I'm sure you too, I listened to Boomer and Geo this morning and, the Al Duke's take on it made too much sense because he's a fucking weirdo about how, well, how were the Mets supposed to know anything? Yada, yada. And he, he is right to be sure, but there was only one complaint filed against Mickey Calloway when he was in Cleveland. 
And the whole point that it was Al Dukes, actually Maggie Gray called in to talk to Al and Boomer and Gio about it. Cause they were Al. If you go back on Al's Twitter, you could read his argument with Maggie. Um, okay. It's, it's very interesting. But the point was that like, you know, one of the women in the article said that this is one of the, the most known secrets, quote unquote, in baseball. So what is the hiring process that you can't find this out? And the point that Sandy made with Jared Porter and now is, why didn't you talk to any women about it? The female reporters. And that's what I think the big problem is that there is this like, uh, and it's like not just baseball. And we know it in Hollywood and politics. It's a boys club. And these women are afraid of losing their jobs. So rather than report it, they just sit quietly. Or in a case like Porter, the Cubs clearly hit it. Yeah, it, it's it's dirty for everybody involved. It's really just a shitty situation. And to be honest with you, it's just, it's such a weird clash of generations. So how how, how old is Mickey Callaway? What is he, like 50-something? Probably like 47, 40, 45 to 47. They've been married since 2001, has kids. Sure. So, you know, you got to think about it in, in, in Mickey's time, Mickey's heyday, being persistent like that, being – like, like do like being as forward and up front. Sure. I'm sure at one point in time was like, a, oh, wow, look at him. He was persistent. So I gave in, you know, that was once a, a, a school of thought. Now it's turned into what the fuck is it like now? This guy is just creepy. So I think because the new school, so the technology is readily available to do the silly thing. It's much easier to persist. The, the line between persistence and harassment is very thin. Yeah, it, I mean, there really is no. It's it's a hard in between. It's a weird gray area, um, but like in this particular case, it was very obvious. And again, it's a lot of people that just can't take basic social cues. Like someone's just not interested. Like well, listen, oh no, like listen, I, I've I've had plenty of matches on Hinge. I've had plenty of matches on Tinder, and a lot of the conversations normally stop with me because I'm not in. Like, again, I'm not interested. You know what I mean? So these girls don't text me or if if it was if the roles were reversed, I don't consistently text them. Well, the big thing in the um, in the article that comes through and it's the same thing with the Jared Porter story. And this goes back to even beyond baseball to baseball, the politics, whatever, everything that's happening in the the light of the um, the Me Too movement is that it's not necessarily the the persistence turning into harassment. That's the problem. It's the power dynamic that someone like Mickey Calloway or Jared Porter are dangling them being a source to these female journalists under the we'll give you the details on this big story. If you come over and drink with me, it's wildly inappropriate um, because literally you're telling them, like, you're not going to be allowed to do your job unless you come and hang out with me. And then the females that they pointed out was like, I didn't want to tell my editor that I can't get this source because I am not comfortable being around them. That's the dynamic that really needs to change because it's unacceptable that a job that being a journalist in sports, gender shouldn't matter. And if you're good at your job, you look at someone like Maggie Gray, she's very good at her job. Um, you look at Erin Andrews, she's great at her job. Um, uh, Rachel Nichols. Uh, Rachel Nichols, Lindsay Okay, Josh's favorite. Um, they're, they're great at their job. And Lindsay, okay. to, to, to be in a position where you have to worry that, and this isn't, again, this goes to everywhere with women in a professional stance, is that you have to worry about inappropriate comments and then the idea that uh, declining the advances of someone could affect your career 
I, as a man, can't imagine that happening to me. And it's not to say that female bosses haven't done it to men, but that's the small minority of situations. The majority, the truth is, and especially in sports and Major League Baseball, it's all men. It can't happen. And baseball has a huge problem on their hands. And I don't think it's going to end up when, as as these are rolling out, the ball gets rolling, there's going to be more and more of these. And it's going to go to football. Like you think about domestic violence in sports over the last 10 years. Ray Rice changed everything, right? That's when team teams were like, we got to do something about this. Or leagues got to do something about this. And of course, in my life, I've learned that whenever there is controversy in sports, it almost always involves the goddamn fucking Mets. <laughs> almost always. I mean, you know, no, matter, no matter how much things change, they stay the same. Uh, it, it's just, I, I feel really, I, I feel really poorly for, um, the, you know, the state of the, the sports and the leagues I love that these women that want to, you know, actually tell stories that are important have to feel like there's a chance that they're going to be propositioned to do their fucking job. It's wrong. It's fucking wrong. Yeah, so I, I definitely agree with you. And uh, if, if I could draw a quick link between both the Jared Porter and the Mickey Calloway story, besides them both being a part of the Mets even at different at different times. Sure. Um, both were quote unquote sat on by a little weasel named Jeff Passan. Um, so Jeff was on Pat McAfee last week when you texted me and you told me that, you know, he had a story to break the week, uh, the following week, which was the Mickey Calloway story. Well, he didn't break um, the Mickey Calloway story. This was Ken well, Rosenthal that broke it. He I'm knew saying about it. He was right. He was going to go on uh, Pat this week and talk about it, which I'm sure is probably tomorrow at some point. And I could just couldn't help myself because the Mina Mina Kimes stuff was still relatively fresh in my mind. Sure. And how Craig and Craig Carton of WFAN uh, Drive Time eviscerated him, tore him apart, called him a weasel. Sure exactly, exactly who he is, Jet. And um, I took to the comment section of Pat McAfee show and got a got a 24 hour ban. When the Pat McAfee stuff, because all I kept asking was ask him how he feels about Craig Carton, um, ask him what it's like to sit on a story and spin, ask him what it's like, uh, you know, I, I ask him how he feels about WFAN, just being an ass, right? Yeah, that's, that's what I would do. Just being a pest. And after a while, it got to a point where they're like, "Yo, we gotta like shut this kid down because yeah. he's not stopping." And it was in all caps every five minutes. I should have been working. I pulled over to the side of the road and it just, dude, I, I cannot stand Passan. Well, here's the thing. I don't like him. He's a very, very good writer. He's one of the best in baseball. Like now I, the whole thing with sitting on the story, there's two sides to it. Yes, he did. But if the person he was working with that he got the info from was telling him not to release it until she was ready, I can't fully fault him. But to act, he should have just said, like, yeah, I had to sit on it. Um, I, sh- I wish I did something, but I can't betray my source. He just straight up said he wasn't sitting on it. But you were. And you had a reason. But to, to spin these webs like someone's being the bad guy here, you could have easily gone on with Carton and Roberts, explain, like, listen, I know what it looks like. And I feel terrible that I let this guy that I knew this about get to this job. But my, my source, a victim... That's the above all else. A victim said, "Wait on this," and I felt I had to listen to the victim because no one else would. Done. He's cool now, right? Like if he just did it like that, rather than you told you called me bad name, you called me bad name, and then you just set Craig up 
he was Craig was literally setting that up. I've listened to enough Carton. I've listened to enough radio shock jocks, if you will, to know when they're trying to see if someone is going to take their bait to start a radio war and drive ratings and articles. Craig was seeing if he would take the bait. He did and got all defensive and Craig lit him up. And again, Jeff wasn't wrong. It was his presentation that was wrong. Yeah. So you basically, you beat me to everything was, you know, obviously because it was, it was Mina that decided. And she's great. She's great at her job. I actually, I didn't realize she had a Twitter account. I just followed her this week. She's pretty great. She's a great follow. And, um, yeah, well, that again, the way he was taking credit, how he initially said he had no idea. And then, you know, like, like the, the way in which he worded it and how he came out and was saying that, you know, I, did, I didn't know what I didn't know nothing. This was brought in front of me. Now I did a little research. Now I know when, in fact, the the, the, uh, the timeline clearly shows that you knew the entire time and the yeah. way in which when the story comes out, you're going to parade around and take credit for a story that's not yours. Yeah, you know, correct. That, because that, it was that, she does my issue. Well, yeah, that she does football mostly, but she got this story by had to go to the senior baseball writer Jeff Tossin, and that's where it gets cloudy. Um, you know, there, there's some other things like I, I today's the first time I've really been annoyed with Al Dukes, and mind you, I've been listening to Al Dukes since he was on Ron and Fez on WNEW back in like 2005. Like what we're talking a lot. Well, I, the whole thing with Maggie Gray, where he's like, don't you, um, how he was basically saying, why is Sandy Alderson at fault? He didn't know about this. How was he supposed to know about this guy's personal behavior? And Maggie's point was like, well, he said it him. Sandy said it himself. Like, we didn't ask a single woman about Jared Porter. And that could lead to the issue is like, are there enough women in baseball? I mean, this year, the Marlins named the first ever female uh, GM in baseball. Pretty cool. Right. But, uh, you know, uh, Al was saying you know, should, I feel like if you something happens to you, you don't report it. Um, you're putting someone else in danger. Sure, if you want to be as bla- as plain Jane about it as you can, that makes sense. But he's completely discounting the idea of what it is like to be a victim of any kind of sexual misconduct, sexual harassment, sexual assault, is that there is a stigma on you. Your whole personal life is dug into. Well, she shouldn't address like that. Look at this picture of her. She's surrounded by three guys. She has cleavage. That's why women don't report these things because of things like what Al Dukes was saying. And it makes sense for him because he is a fucking little weirdo. And I love Al. I love him, but he's a little fucking weirdo. And that's why he got added to the fucking Ron and Fez, Opie and Anthony business, because he couldn't handle dudes being dudes and guys goofing around. And then he has a take like this, like he he compared it to getting mugged. And if you don't report it, someone else is going to get mugged. No, there's a big difference. You weren't completely sexualized and looked at like an item that is only good for sexual exchanges. Yeah, it's gross. Uh, But it's just, uh, again, it's not. Uh, Al's not the go-to person I would want. No, and and Gio and Boomer were like, I don't think it's our place to say what anyone should have done or felt because we've never been in this position. And that's the God's honest truth. Like, how am I supposed to tell a woman or any woman that a woman should have handled something like this when I've never been in that position? I've never had to think about being in that position. As men, we don't have to worry about walking into a garage at night because we might get assaulted. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we might get jumped, but we ain't getting fucking abused. God forbid that happened to anyone, but we know it happens. We don't have to live with that little fucking fear in the back of our head. We don't have to be at a bar where someone's going to slip something in our drink and then take our, uh, us home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which we'll go into the movie that we're going to talk about next week. 
um, uh, I I was set, so changing subject. Um, there's two A24 movies that you and I. Well, you were looking forward to one of them. I'm looking forward to both of them. Uh, the Green Knight, which is coming out in a few months, um, and the one that came the trailer came out before that. Uh, now available is Saint Maud, which I watched last night. Now, mind you, I saw the trailer for this shit probably about a year and a half ago, and it was supposed to come out in May, and it kept getting pushed. Then they released it into the UK back in like August. Couldn't find it anywhere. Finally found it. Got to watch it last night. Shit is fucking wild. It's, oh yeah. It's a mix, like the blend of it. It's it, this is gonna sound like a weird blend of movies. It's like The Witch meets First Reformed. The Ethan okay. Hawke movie. It it was so it's it, and it's great because it's only an hour and twenty four minutes long, and okay. a move and you know First Reformed two and a half hours. The Witch about two hours twenty minutes. If it was any longer, it would have been dragged out. And even for me, I probably would have complained because I could see what they were trying to do. It was such a weird, fucked up movie where nothing crazy fucked up happens until the last like 10 to 20 minutes. But the fact that I've been this hyped for it and that's what I'm, I, I was worried about it with this. I'm worried about it with Green Knight that my expectations are like above my head. This sets you up for disappointment, right? Yeah, this, that's what I'm worried about. Because ever since I saw the first time I saw the Green Knight trailer, I'm like, I need this movie. And it was that was even a teaser. That was a teaser. So we didn't even give us much. So yeah. wait till we get like a full blown trailer that shows us more. So this one exceeded all my expectations. Um, and outside of that, so I got to watch that. We were talking about what we've been doing snowed in. You've been working. Um, I watched a bunch of stuff with the landlord. We watched Heat, which she had never seen. Um, That's wild. I'm always down. I'm always down to watch Heat. That's to me the greatest crime. I watched that. I told you about it. I watched that um, Denzel, Rami Malek, and Jared Leto movie. Oof. I watched what? it with my parents over the weekend, and I didn't hate it, but I see what you're saying. It's I didn't. Yeah, it's I, little... It wasn't the worst. I, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. It just it didn't take any chances. Like nothing. They didn't have that moment where you were like, "Oh shit!" Like it tried to be like seven, down to the desert scene at the end, with just the detective and the supposed killer. And Jared Leto was the best part of it. Denzel was the worst part of it, which is crazy. He was like the security guard or whatever, right? Every Denzel movie now, he just looks pissed off and he chews gum. Like <laughs> Denzel, does, like every movie he's in now. He's, he's doing a Pete Carroll impersonation where he's just pissed uh, off and chewing the shit out of his gum. Man, it's weird. Have you been keeping up with like what's happening in Seattle with Pete Carroll? Like the players are starting to like turn on him. So I, I have I have a, a number of group chats and they all kind of all the conversations are the same. So I usually just put every person that I know in the one group chat. We all talk about the same fucking shit. And I've been hearing about this P. Carroll stuff. And the first thing that comes to my mind was flat earther, nine eleven yeah. truther, piece of garbage, right? Yeah. You know, um, didn't believe in mail-in voting. He was Mar- he was he was Marjorie Taylor Green before Marjorie Taylor Green. He, he probably fucked with the Meadowlands uh, turf. He knows where Jimmy know? Hoffa's body is. Uh, he, pr- he thinks he Paul McCartney's a- dead. <laughs> he probably put a futures bet on Big Brown to win the Triple Crown for the first time in 50 years yeah. and shit. You know, this he's a weird one. You know what I mean? So, um, well, fuck Pete Carroll, dude. Just well, the thing that they, they're saying... Um, there's been a few interviews. DK Metcalf was in one. Um, what's his name? The other receiver. I'm forgetting his fucking name. 
on the, the Seahawks. And it seems like Brian Schottenheimer, who was their offensive coordinator, they got fired. Pete Carroll's whole mindset was we're going to run it twice and then a deep pass. And that's pretty much if you look at the Seahawks, they read that like that series. Um, I think like 47% of the time, two running plays, deep pass, two running plays, deep pass. There was no like intermediate passes. And it makes sense now why the Seahawks this year on offense and Russell Wilson started out out of control, like right on fire, looked like the best team and best offense in the league. And then teams realized crowd the box on first and second down and play cover two deep on third down. And then they couldn't do anything. What are you doing, Taylor? Just uh, getting some to drink. I didn't drinking? want to interrupt you. What you were doing? What are you drinking? Uh, just water. Cause I gotta be trying to stay healthy, trying to lose more of this weight. I've been liking these um, Shoprite brand uh, seltzers. Um, the Bowl and Basket brand. It's a cherry vanilla one that almost tastes like a soda, but not. Bowl yeah, and Bowl and Best. Uh, I, I don't cherry. have. I don't have that. Yeah, black cherry is the best one, dude. dude if you best. try this one, it's really the black cherry one is really good. Um, the, the thing that I I, I realized is that these would be great with vodka. <laughs> dude, <laughs> like, it's it's fucking dangerous, man. The the watermelon one is real. Like every flavor I've had, I tried a couple of the weird ones. The mint one wasn't great. There's like mint something, not great. I like the melon cucumber one a lot, actually. You're you're weird with your cucumber weirdness. Even when you smoke the cucumber fucking jewel, dude. You know how much I paid when 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 the cucumber shit went fucking illegal or whatever. I signed. You know how much money I paid for that four pack? Yeah, probably like 35 dollars. More like fucking sixty. It was only because it was your fucking birthday. What about the cucumber Gatorade? That was disgusting and one of the worst mistakes of my life. Did you ever see that meme that's like the face you make when you first taste the cucumber Gatorade? I got to send it to you. It's the funniest goddamn thing. We got to make that, but we got to get the picture of uh, Colucci when he took that tequila shot at Miller's Ale House that night. Dude, he was so mad. That was literally a year ago, two days. Or not a year ago, five years ago, six years ago, two days ago. It popped up on my feed. Because it was when Anderson Silva only, beat Nick Diaz. Yes, I remember that because we're watching the fight. I'm uh, I'm under the influence before mm. before the booze, and then you just you you're at the bar. You come back with two drinks in your hand. You got this big smile on your face. You're like, dude, there's a fucking brawl outside, <laughs> and we all just run to the fucking we just run to the to the window. It was a brawl. There's, like 15, there's 15 people beating the shit out of each other. So I'm like, yo, we got to go outside and watch. So I, you and me go outside. And then realizing just, you know, how on Pluto I was as cops rolled up. I'm like, I should go stand over there. Well, and the best part was we walked out and exit only. So we had to walk all the way around all to get back through. in. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Fucking that, stupid I, think I think it's the last time I was at Miller's Ale House. I've not gone. I, I don't hate that bar. Um, I, I, I don't like Mother's Ale House. That place is a shithole. I have so many bad memories of so many bars in this area for so many obvious fucking reasons. Well, I only went to Mother's once, and it was also Colucci's birthday. Oh yeah, that's... <laughs> remember that oh, was yeah. like a, remember that was a drama about where to do his birthday because of one individual that yep. was saying it should be here, and I I made like polls in the Facebook group just to make her look stupid, <laughs> and then I made the 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 poster of him on Nosferatu. I think the exact I think the exact question I posed to said person was, did you ask him 
What do you yeah. want us to do? Yeah, she, I remember she side texted me. It was like, why are you making a big deal of it? It was like, you're the one that's telling him where he has to have his birthday. You wanted to go to Morristown when it started out as Thatcher's or Jimmy G's. Like, listen, he's just as uninteresting person as we could, as we could possibly meet. What do you what on what planet do, we watched him double guns in fucking Jersey City one no, time? No, Morris that was Morristown, wasn't it? Morristown. Was it Morristown? Yeah, it was Morristown. He, was he the, did the double guns and knew and knew the fucking all the all the Spanish words to the to the to the one song with with the Italian <laughs> listen, Josh, I don't know the name of the song, but the second I play it for you, and yeah. you hear like you've I've heard this before. It's Genuine. it's one that it's like the only Spanish song besides the Macarena. That gets oh, played yeah. everywhere. What? It's probably Desposito then. No, it wasn't Desposito. It was before Desposito, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, I once you Taylor's gonna play it, I think. I'm not uh, good. Keep talking. I'm just trying to. Uh, I, I don't know it. No, what's funny about the whole Mother's Alehouse thing is like, yeah, she wanted to be in Morristown because he was gonna drive her, and she wanted to meet a guy. <laughs> like, Listen, uh, but, listen, if the No, that's not it. Yeah, that's not it. Uh, it's that one. It's some like humming like stupid shit. Uh, it all I, sounds know, like I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> it, it's it, it's not it's not humming, it just it sounds like humming because I don't understand Spanish. Josh, I've I've seen Colucci at his coolest, and I've seen Colucci at his most uncoolest. And I, which is I every other God, time, which is every other time besides that one time he was cool. <laughs> you, right. No, the most, the most uncool. And I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of uncool shit. Right. The most uncool thing ever is at, is at a club in Morristown, and I and me just hating my life, and he's double gunning, like no, this. like we were like we were like all kind of like dancing a little bit, and because that was for her birthday. That was yeah. for her yes, birthday. Yes, I remember that. Because I remember we he drove us and we picked her up, and then we drove all the way to Morristown. So we went from I went from West Melford to Kinelon to Vernon to Morristown, and then so yeah, we were you and I you and I got a ride home from somebody. Yes, I forget yes, uh, from Courtney and um and Michelle. Yes, right. And so I remember we we're like all kind of dancing. It was like the point in the night when we're actually like having a little fun because we've been dicking around. And you and I were like probably about 15 feet apart with our group. And we're both like kind of bopping our head. And then Colucci's in the middle. And in the middle of it, he starts fucking double gunning. And literally me and Taylor are looking at him. And at the same time, we turn our heads and we lock eyes. And we didn't, we didn't even make a face. It was like this telekinesis of, did you see that fucking asshole? Big facts. <laughs> Dude, like, it wasn't, it was the weirdest fucking thing. Like, there, there are very few times, like, with the three of us specifically, when we see shit that's dumb that we're going to remember for a very long time, the first thing I think of is, like, I hope Dan saw that. I hope Josh saw that. In that moment, I, we look at each other and just exactly, like, did you see what I what, what what I just saw? This stupid asshole. It was just, it, did, just did a double guns. first time. I think I saw the picture and I te I texted either one or both of you like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It was kind of like what Obi Wan felt when Alderaan blew up. It was <laughs> a great disturbance in the force. Um, because I like you said, you've seen Colucci at his coolest, but I do agree. I do believe that every other moment besides that one time in Dallas for about two minutes. 
every other moment in his life has been incredibly uncool. <laughs> Very unflattering. No, him. Think about it in retrospect, in the world that we're in now with Me Too and all that, Colucci catcalling a girl is actually not cool right now. In, 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 uh, in retrospect as well, he was in your wedding. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Obvious, uh, please. Calm down. Yes. But yeah, so, so, Josh, yes, you are 1,000% right. But to put it in perspective, that being the coolest thing he's done is simply telling of how awful he is. Yeah, he is um, shit and poop. Listen, and like I said, birthdays, I always press pause at least for 10 minutes. Uh, happy birthday, piece of shit. If you listen, which you probably don't. I don't know well, why the fuck well, you do. What's ironic is you say you pre press pause on people's birthdays, and I made you press pause on your Facebook on your birthday. <laughs> for the, well, like, you made me press pause, and then I just deleted it. I couldn't take it anymore. Uh, so um, the other thing this week, but then we'll, we can wrap up. Uh, I'm in your guys' club now. I got a PS5 finally, so I'm fucking amped about that. Um, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm playing Miles Morales right now. Um, did, did, did so much fun these Spider-Man games. Just like, uh, did you, did you do the 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 performance enhancements and stuff like that? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm 67% done with the game, so I've been doing everything. That's not what I mean. Uh, what do you mean uh, the performance in, enhancements? In, 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 in the settings. You know what I mean? So, so you can get it into a graphic or whatever it's called, like uh, oh yeah, Josh, yeah, yeah. What's that called enhancement mode or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I did do that. All right. It's, it's yeah, fucking, dude, it looks amazing. Once I finish this, I'm I'm ready to dive into uh, Call of Duty Cold War. I'm ready so to play. I, I got Call of Duty in like when you said he's like, do I need Call of Duty? We're like, you're like, yeah. After you said that, I just bought it too, so I have it. Yeah, I have not played a Call of Duty Zombies since uh, World at War, so uh, I'm down to try it again. I'm down to just play. It's hard. I I was very um, when Josh mentioned that PlayStation released the yearly recap, and I saw I played a combined like 750 hours of Madden 2020. <laughs> My top three games: number one was Madden 21, number two was MLB The Show, and number three was Madden 20. <laughs> So fucking stupid. All sports games. Could you not? I don't. It's a, I can't. No, I can't. Not not. <laughs> like, um. So hold on. How how do you look this up? Is you like just I I just go after Josh said I googled uh PlayStation 2020 recap and it came up on Google. I don't know why, but like so I, I just turned on my my browser and this is the first thing that popped up. <laughs> I I did I actually I did that last week. I I was uh, I was depressed, so I was like I'm gonna watch Lord of the Rings. And uh, yeah. I did the extendeds in three in one one a night. And so, what's uh, it called? PlayStation Playback or something? I think that's what it's called. Um, and then you just log into your PlayStation account, and it'll tell you. I see mine. I definitely think is skewed because on like a Saturday or Sunday, I might wake up at like six, put on that, and play for a couple hours, and then I'll just leave my PlayStation on until I get to it again at like nine o'clock. And see, yeah, you you leave your shit running, man. I I turn my shit off as much as much as I can. I don't like leaving it running no I, more. I try to, but like I'll think I'm gonna get back to it sooner, and then I don't. And the thing with Mutt especially is once you put it on rest mode, it disconnected you from PlayStation Network. Ah, uh, uh, right. Which yeah, in, yeah, which yeah. especially with Madden, like other games, I would turn it off. But with Mutt, 
I was, you know how it could be weird with the fucking the EA Connect servers and shit. Yeah, they'll go down without you even realizing you'll be mid-game, then you fuck. Oh, dude, if you're doing the solo challenges and you just like beat like a difficult one and then you go to leave and it's like you were booted and then it took you 15 times to beat it once and then now it's going to take you 60 times because you tried beating it the same exact way. Sucks. Stupid. Sucks. All right. Let's wrap this shit up. Uh, guys, this was the um, Edward Snowden episode of You Watch, I Listen. Uh, Edward um, Snowden. We, we will be back next week with a real episode, actually getting to a flow in 2021, unless we get hit with another yeah, 30 inches of snow. We're off to a very rocky start in 2021, I will say that. Hey, listen, the higher the fall, the bigger the bounce. That's what I say. And maybe we'll actually get Growhow in next week. You don't have to, though. It's fine. Yeah, we're we're actually probably better off just skipping a week than having Justin on. (laughs) I agree. Because you know what the truth is? As much as 2021 is different, something has carried over from 2020, and that's fuck Justin. That's fuck Justin. All right. For for Taylor, I'm Dan. For uh, Josh, I'm Dan. What? No, hold on. (laughs) No, it's for... For yeah, that works. Go ahead. Uh, and no, for say- all of us, hey, you watch, I listen. We are Kaluchi. Oh God, kill ourselves. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>